Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. That is just a fact of life. And now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Woo's gonna be good. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Often imitated but never duplicated, 37 make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums on the radio. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. I'm also a four-time Golden Glove champion and, and I'm an award-winning boxing writer. So I know a little bit about boxing, but I've always challenged the average boxing fan because... They know a little bit more than me. Actually, they're buying the tickets, so I want to know what they have to think. So, if you've got something to say, here's the toll-free. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. If you want to hit us up on the guilt-free no-commitment text line, that number, 1-415-275-1613. That's 1-415-275-1613. Of course... We are a week removed from Shakur Stevenson, double S, of course, now a WBO champion at 130 pounds, having held a belt at 126, pound for pound, one of the better fighters thought to be in the world of boxing, but last week his performance was a bit pedestrian, we'll put it just like that, we'll talk about the results, and of course, tonight, fights all over the place, Showtime, ESPN, The uh, Zone. Uh, in fact, there was a pay-per-view card that was pulled out when Tiafimo Lopez, the world lightweight champion, tested positive for COVID-19 at the like last hour, the 19th hour, like Wednesday or Thursday. So bottom line is they canceled that card. So it's a busy night of boxing. We'll talk about that in depth here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Of course, we come to you live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, live on the Twitch.tv, Sports Byline USA Channel, and a thousand other internet platforms. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, often imitated but never duplicated. You 
owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. I want to tell my dad he's the best, but not with a coffee mug with staples connect it's possible how about great tech that my dad can figure out without my help definitely possible with staples connect staples connect has amazing prices on the best father's day tech this week apple airpods pro are just 199 and ipads started only 299 explore all the innovative tech at your local staples store or at staplesconnect.com staples connect the working and learning store n619 limit two in store only If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council. The WBC. The horns, the mighty tower of power. Maybe you know about their horn section, but they do some funky sounds as well. Check them out, towerofpower.com. Of course, Emilio Castillo and the group going back on the road. Everybody's back on the road. In fact, everybody's back on the road here in San Francisco. When I came in today, of course, the, I come on the Barcadero, which is like where Fisherman's Wharf is and all that kind of good stuff, right? It's like stacked. So, so people are back. People are spending some money. People are back here in San Francisco as far as tourism is concerned. In fact, people are getting out of the house. I think that's really, really great. If you had your, your vaccine and you're going out of the house, you're cool. If you haven't had your vaccine, you're going out of the house, you're rolling the dice. But then again, it's your life. Um, former two-division champion, I'm talking about Jose Pedraza, 29-3, now 14 wax. Eighth-round TKO winner of a previously undefeated 
Julian Hammerhands Rodriguez last week, 21 and 1, of course, in the junior welterweight bout, 14 KOs. That was underneath uh, uh, Mr. Shakur Stevens. What can I say about Shakur Stevens except that he sort of sucked? I mean, now he's like 16 0 with eight knockouts. Of course, a Olympian in 2016, a silver medalist, I believe. Of course, a 12 round decision over once beaten Jeremiah Nakathelia. 21 and now 2, 17 wax. Of course, that was at the theater at the Virgin Hotels in Las Vegas. Stevenson dominated the fight, but the way he dominated, he dominated like a girl. I mean, you know, just like he wasn't, he never committed himself. He never showed he had the chutzpah, the intestinal, the intestinal, take that back. He didn't have the intestinal fortitude to grit down and throw three, four, and five, you know, as far as punches are concerned in the combinations. It was one, two, and I'm out. One, two, and I'm out. One, two, and grab. One, two, and I'm out. And it got old. After eight rounds, I just turned it off. I mean, Hector and Danny Button and those guys watching through 12 rounds, God, how could you? I don't know. I mean, Hector says, oh, he's a beautiful boxer. Mm, one twos, I can see one twos from anybody. I want to see somebody dig down, get on that lead foot, throw hooks. That's what you want. You want a complete fighter. You don't want a guy that's running and trying to score points. And he was a little messy. Oh, he got a little tit, a little uh, mark under his eye. He was all worried about that little mark under his eye. Good Lord, he's never been ripped open before. Welcome to the world of professional boxing, Shakur Stevenson. Anyway, even though Shakur won. By scores of 120-107, of course, it was one, if it was 120-108, that would be a shutout, 12-round zip. But he had that knockdown, so they gave him an extra point, so it was 120-107. And how can you win 120-107 across the boards, says Colin Seymour, formerly of the uh, uh, San Jose Mercury News, a boxing writer down there, and, of course, now with the Chronicle, I believe. He says, how can you, how can you knock a guy? How can you say his stock value dropped when he won by scores of 120-107 time, uh, three times across the board? You got to watch the fight. I watched it. His stock dropped. Just some, I mean, that's just the way it is. Now, we go down to Australia. It was a little bit of a little, how can I put this in Australia? It, it wasn't really a fight, per se. It was a, um, it was, yeah. Anyway, a rugby star was like the biggest star in all of Australia. He's like selling tickets and, and pay-per-views. And they put this on pay-per-view down there in Australia and it sold a lot of homes. Anyway, it was the biggest uh, pay-per-view buy in Australian history, I was told. I will get confirmation on that, but I was told, of course. And it was, it was rock and roll in New Wales, uh, South, uh, Australia, of course. In the main event, Justin Hooney, now 5-0 and with 4KO, scored a 10th-round knockout over previously unbeaten rugby league legend Paul Galen. Paul was a tough guy. He could fight. Reminds me of cut a little bit of Cuddy. 11-1, one draw, six KOs. Um, you know, but he wasn't a boxer per se. He was a, he was a rugby player. And he sort of looked like, if you watched any highlights from the uh, pay-per-view, uh, you realize he was a rugby player, not a boxer. Anyway, he finally, uh, it got over in like the 10th round. Thank God it was halted in the 10th round. As I said afterwards, it was a um, memorable event for people in Australia. Not anywhere else in the world. Come on, man. You know, this is the way it is. But... At the end of the day, maybe we've got another Australian star. You know, they, call, they claim to have the WBA title down there in Australia. And, of course, the WBA titles was in Germany with Char. And the WBA titles with that guy down Don King has in, in uh, Florida, Joyce. I don't know. There's, there's a WBA title all over the place. No doubt about that. Now, of course, tonight we've got major league action in boxing. Of course, the zone's going to be rocking just a little bit with Jaime uh, Munguia, of course, a WBA 154-pound title holder, now fighting at 160, taking on Camille, here we go with those last names again, Cesar Moretta. Hey, I did that one pretty good. Anyway, uh, Munguia, 36 and zip, 29 KOs. What is he? What have you done for me? I'm sorry, man, but you've got to be like, I was looking through his record, right? The biggest guy in his record is sort of like Liam Smith, or maybe, maybe yeah, Liam Smith, that's it. That's Liam Smith. That was like 
four or five years ago. So he's 36 and zip, 29 KOs. Of course, be, taking on a guy that's been knocked out before, and Mr. Montiel is not the greatest fighter in the world, but he brings a punch. They say he's got a puncher's chance. I think we go back to the Don King saying of, you know, slim and none and slim's out of town, that kind of good stuff. Anyway, this is uh, <laughs> coming to on the zone, and Camille Zezamorada will probably not last the distance. Okay, these guys are going 160 pounds. As far as he was knocked out, as I said, uh, uh, he was knocked out by Juan Montiel. Of course, Montiel is going to be taking on Jamel Charlo. We'll talk about that after the break. But to Charlo brothers, at least one of them in action. Right? So Mama Charlo, of course, I think she could be a bit of a uh, entertaining figure in the world of boxing. I think if she steps out just a little bit more, and I'm not trying to exploit her being a, uh, a mother of a boxer or anything like that, but if you look back at boxing history, mothers have always been colorful. Um, especially like Frank the Animal Fletcher. That comes to my mind, no doubt about that. The guy from Philadelphia. I mean, he fought with his face, no doubt about that. And he was a rough guy. I remember when he got knocked out by Juan Roldan. I was ringside in Vegas. He gets knocked out by Juan Roldan, right? So they ask when he wakes up, they ask him, hey, Frank, where are you? He goes, the Sands. <laughs> we were in Caesar's Palace. The Sands was in Atlantic City. Okay, that's how far away he was as far as a knockout was concerned. But, you know, she was a, a careful character, and they went to her between rounds and things like that. And I think that Mama Charlotte can do that. Of course, she's got the WBC middleweight champion, of course, unbeaten 31 fights. And, you know, he says that people know people, nobody wants to fight him, that the big fights are out there, but he wants the big fights and that people won't fight him. This And I think that if he wants the big fights, we'll talk about that after the break, but he's got to step up to 168 pounds because that's where the money's at. Sorry, I mean, if he was a money guy at 160 and Canelo was just looking for the money, Canelo would have to probably come down to 60 and fight him at 60 or maybe come do some catchweight fight, like 163 pounds, something like that. Anyway, that ain't going to happen. Canelo ain't losing no weight for nobody. There's nobody worthy of Canelo losing weight for. There's no mag, mega, 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 mega fight out there with some guy saying, you know, maybe Oscar De La Hoya. Believe it or not, Oscar was clamoring this week about a fight with uh, with um, with Canelo. Of course, Oscar going to take on Vitor Belfort. Remember Vitor? He was on the show. He had that broken broken English. He was on the show about, I guess, about 15 or 20 years ago when we started, like, the UFC. We started covering the UFC back in, I guess, early 2000, somewhere around there, and Vitor Belfort was on Broken English. He was on the show. Well, tonight, he's boxing. And he's going to, I'm not going to take that back. In September, he's boxing. He'll be boxing Oscar De La Hoya, the Golden Boy, the 1992 Olympic gold medal. Of course, I was his first publicist back in 1989 when he signed with Carl DeMay. Of course, Carl DeMay, the contractor, the homeowner, I mean, home builder. He built more homes in the city of San Ramon and Alamo than any man ever. He was like filthy rich until the real estate market plummeted in 2008. Then he was a mean guy after that point. I take that back. May he rest in peace. He was semi-good to me. Anyway, bottom line is Oscar was with DeMay. So we used to call Oscar on the phone and do this publicity and things like that. I would go down to the gym and watch him light guys up. Like the, he would light people up like the White House Christmas tree. It was like Roberto Duran and Alexis Arroyo all in one. I'm talking about Oscar De La Hoya as an amateur. He was like freakily, just amazingly, I just couldn't believe it. I, th I was looking at the greatest thing I had ever seen in my life when he was working in the gym. I kid you not, he was beating up guys like John Montez. Of course, Montez was famous for getting knocked out by Camacho. Camacho's not big of a puncher, but he got, got hot with the, with the right shot. But he was beating up everybody in the gym. I mean, from 126 to 160 pounds, Oscar was lip lighting him up in the gym, and Oscar was only weighing like 130, 132 pounds. Of course, he would fight and win the gold medal, 130 pounds, back in 1992. Capture a championship at 130, 135, 140, 147, 150, 154, 160. Once we get past 154, uh, once we get past 147, we got to put asterisks on things. So, you know, Oscar never really dominated an entire weight division. He was slick enough to get that. 
<coughs> that uh, uh, politically in the right spot to get that fight with Bernard Hopkins for all that money. Of course, that was after you know he lost to Felix Sturm. They gave him the con- they gave him the fight there. The Felix that gave him the fight instead of Felix Sturm there in Las Vegas. That set up, of course, the fight with Hopkins. And I'll never forget the Hopkins fight. It was probably one of the last fights I've ever bet on because I've never thought I, I bet on sure things. I don't bet on. Maybes I don't. I bet on sure things, and I thought it was a sure thing that Bernard Hopkins was going to commit domestic violence on Oscar De La Hoya. Of course, I can say that about Oscar because you know Oscar wears the panties, that kind of good stuff. Anyway, no, I thought he would just like be arrested for domestic violence afterwards. So there's this big long line before the fight, big long line, MGM Grand, I think, big long line to bet. So I'm standing in line. The girl I'm with saying, "You really want to bet?" Anyway, she's bragging about me being in line. So. I bet like 250 bucks to get almost like two and a half or three to one, right? So I, this big long line it took me 40 minutes to lay down this bet, right? Guess how long it took me to cash the bet in? 45 seconds. There was nobody in line. Nobody bet on Hopkins. Everybody bet Delaware that night, and it was a sucker bet, no doubt about that, because Oscar Delaware, of course, coming up a weight from 147, 154 pounds was no match, no match for Bernard Hopkins, the executioner, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of Boxing, of course, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Of course, Mauricio Suleiman supposed to be on at this point in time, but he's in Texas. They're doing a surprise press conference, so he's been excused or he's powered out. So we'll hear from Mauricio next week. But straight up, you are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV, of course, live every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, about a thousand other internet platforms, and, of course, Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council, right here on Sports Violence. Oscar Valdez, pound for pound, one of the better fighters in the world. Of course, the two-time Olympian for the country of Mexico. He is like the best. He's the most fluent guy I've ever come in contact with. It was Mexican-born. Even Hector Martinez. Yeah, he speaks better than you, Hector. Anyway, he is like incredibly well-spoken as far as English and Spanish. Of course, just signing a contract, the WBC 130-pound champion. He considered linear champion at 130 pounds after holding the WBL 126-pound belt. As featherweight moved up to 130, of course, took out Miguel, Miguel Burchelt in like a stunning fight. He was a three, maybe a four, almost a five to one underdog in some sports books. But the bottom line is he has signed a multi-fight deal. What is he, like 30-0 with 23 knockouts, something like that, with top rank of Bob Aram. So the best of luck to the both of them. Oscar Valdez is one hell of a fighter. Now, Munguia and, uh, and uh, Cesar Moretta, right, Camille. That's easy. We'll call him Camille. Bottom line is it's a 30 to one fight. Uh, I just want to bring up those odds for you. Of course, that's coming up on the zone in about an hour from now. It's 2.30 Eastern time. Uh, take that back, 3.30 Eastern time, uh, 12.30 Pacific time. That'll be on the zone. Jaime Munguia and Camille uh, Zezamorada. So good luck on that one as far as 33 to 1 is concerned. If you want to bet the underdog, it's plus 900. Good luck on that one. Um, as far as the Charlo brothers, of course, Jamal Charlo now, 31-0, 22 kills. His best wins were like over Julian Williams. That was in 2016. Of course, he was a kid. They came to us out of Philadelphia. Good-looking fighter and all that about that. When he got up to that, 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 that just that, that Charlo, he couldn't beat that Charlo level. Couldn't make it to that Charlo level, but a good fighter and all that about that. But some of the guys he's beaten, like Cornelius Bundridge. Like Cornelius was with me doing fights back in Detroit, like a long time ago with Emmanuel, like the Cobo Hall. Detroit Arenas, I kid you not. Anyway, that was in 2015. But I think his best win was uh, the unanimous win in 12 over Austin Trout in 2016. Of course, Austin Trout being the former 154-pound champion, now campaigning at 147 pounds. We wish him the very best of luck. But as far as Charlo's concerned, you know, 
as I say, Charlo needs to step up and take on the better fighters. And he says, I want to fight the better fighters, but the better fighters don't want to fight me. Yeah, well, good luck on that one. He's a minus. Uh, if you want to bet Montiel, Juan Montiel, of course, the knockout puncher, the guy can punch. He's got 22 knockouts and 22 wins. Yeah. Um, he's plus 1280, make plus 1300. You want to bet 100 bucks? You get 1400 back if Montiel wins. You want to bet a, uh, a whoa. You got to bet $2,120 to win $100 on Charlo. You got that? $2,120 to win $100 on Charlo. Basically, a 20 to 1 fight, no doubt about it. Of course, does the guy have a chance? Back to Don King saying Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. Now, pound for pound, one of the best fighters in the world, but he comes to us from, from Asia, from Japan. Of course, Naoa Inoue, of course, a champion, I think, at 115 pounds, 112 pounds now, fighting at 118 pounds. Of course, 20 and zip, 17 KOs. The uh, IBF, I believe, 118-pound title holder, of course. Man, he can really fight, no doubt about that. He's taking on a guy from the Philippines, and Mike Dasarinas, who's 30 and went, 30 wins, couple of draw, couple of losses, one draw and 20 KOs. Now, this is bad blood. Mm, kind of put this. Japan and the Philippines are sort of like Mexico and Puerto Rico going at it. Like, like the country, like everybody's watching on TV. Everybody's got an issue. Everybody's got their guy. Everybody's got an edge, a whole nine yards. A lot of attitude on the line when these two guys come, come, go to a battle tonight. That'll be on ESPN. Of course, coming to you from Las Vegas, I believe, another one of those Virgin Hotel tours. Um, give Bob Aaron props. He's got live crowds out there. He's got decent fights. Inoy is one hell of a fighter. Pound for pound, they call him the monster. I mean, he is a monster. I mean, he just is. I think his best weight, and I think Eddie Croft, of course, prime time Eddie Croft, our trainer extraordinaire, our boxing analyst that comes on the show every now and then. Of course, bstreetboxing.com. You ever want to look up Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Primetime Croft, you can see him at you know, boxrec.com when he did as a pro. But his bstreetboxing.com is where he trains fighters down in San Mateo, California. Square fighters, uh, white-collar fighters, real fighters, amateur fighters, pro fighters. Eddie's got it going on there and there at B Street Boxing on there in San Mateo, California. But <clears throat> he thinks he knows his best weight was probably at 115 pounds. And, you know, I got to agree with that, but he's still a monster at 118. You know, three pounds makes a whole lot of difference. People say, what's well, only three pounds? It's, I keep hearing that all and all, all the time. You know, the difference between 112 pounds and 115 pounds, you can see it. When you get a 112-pounder at 112 pounds, you get a 115-pounder at 115 pounds, you can see the size difference. It's only three pounds, but it's, 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 it's wow. I mean, it's, it's instrumental at that light weight, especially like you move up to like 139, 140 pounds. I remember getting, getting guys, guys were hitting me at 140 pounds, 139 pounds. You didn't feel it, okay? You stepped up to 147, started feeling it. Just started feeling a whole lot more. Of course, I never went further than welterweight, but I'm telling you, you just felt it. So guys get bigger, they hit harder, and a little, sometimes they're a little bit faster as well. Of course, when you think of guys like Ray Charles Leonard, Ray was in the news this week, of course. Roberto Duran turned 70 this week. Mm. Hands of stone. And people say to me, tell, tell, some, tell some Roberto Duran stories. You know, I won't tell a Roberto Duran story. I'll tell you one time how we got to Roberto Duran's uh, training camp. Did I tell this one? No, I won't go that way. Better not tell that one again. Anyway, bottom line is we show up at Duran's training camp. I was with a girl. Uh, I won't mention her name either because her husband listens to the show. Ah! Anyway, um, we, we show up in Palm Springs, and Roberto's getting ready, I think, for Marvin Hagler or Robbie Sims. One, he was training for both those guys down there. Of course, Marvin Hagler and Robbie Sims were technically stepbrothers or half-brothers or something like that. Anyway, bottom line is uh, Duran's in training. Uh, and he's dead serious. This is no doubt about it. He's dead serious. So I meet this girl at this, at, this, um, at this nightclub, and she thinks I'm Alexis Arguello. And this is like at 7.30 or 8 o'clock. So 
we went out and we went to some other clubs and we did some other stuff, right? And we came back, came back to the same club by 11, 30, 12 o'clock. And she's still thinking I'm Alexis Arguello, okay? Well, anyway, bottom line is at 7.30 the next morning, this woman still was calling me Alexis Arguello. She wanted me to sign a picture for her. I couldn't sign a picture for her. Anyway, that was the night I, I, I uh, was supposedly Alexis Arguello. And I'll never forget it. I kept telling her, I'm not Alexis. Sure you're not. I know you just don't want to tell me because you're married. And I'm going, no, no, I'm not Alexis Arguello. I'm not Alexis Arguello. Anyway. Myself and uh, Barney Eastwood's son, Bruno Eastwood, of course, uh, were, were together that night. We had a great, I think that, was, that, was, yeah, that had to be for the, the Robbie Sims card because I think Duran fought, uh, yeah, the Robbie Sims card because Barry McGuigan, of course, was on that card. He lost his WBA 126-pound title to Stevie Cruz in quite an upset. Of course, McGuigan didn't want to run. He didn't want to run in the heat. He was running like a 4.35 o'clock in the morning. We were coming, we were coming home from the clubs. This is the way it was. We were coming home from the clubs. And, you know, he's going out to run, like 3.15, 3.30 in the morning. Like, we're in the hotel, I'm getting, making our way to the room. I take that back. We were never inebriated, maybe buzzed, but never inebriated to the point where we would embarrass ourselves. That wasn't us. We were responsible individuals. Anyway, um, I remember coming in one night, I guess about 3.15, 3.30, and Barry's going out to run. And, of course, they're trying to run at the coolest part of the day. I think they're looking at the clock, and they're saying, well, Palm Springs is going to be 101 degrees at 3 o'clock in the morning instead of being 115 degrees, blah, blah, 130 degrees, whatever it is down there. Anyway, so Barry was running at 3 o'clock in the morning. So when he went to take on Stevie Cruz in, in Las Vegas, he had the broken eardrum. I told you about that one. I'm the only one that broke that story. Nobody knew about it. And Barney Eastwood, of course, that was his promoter, his manager, told me that morning, you know, what happens if a fighter fights with a broken eardrum? I said his balance is bad, and he's not going to perform up to the level you want him to perform. Of course, they went and put Barry McGuigan in the ring like that, and Barry ended up losing a 15-round decision, I believe, of course, to Stevie Cruz. But, man, what a fight that was. I mean, it just was. Down the stretch, Barry McGuigan giving all he had. Of course, the Irish lad, the clone, cyclone, they called him. And he was a great guy to be around in camp. He was wonderful, but... He never got acclimated to the heat. You need to get acclimated to the heat. Anyway, bottom line is Barry's one class act, and of course his son now, one of the better trainers. Uh, pound for pound, best fighter in the world maybe, Teofimo Lopez, out of action. How did he get KO'd? The unbeaten world lightweight champion was knocked out this week by COVID-19. A COVID-19 test, I think, on Wednesday or Thursday canceled the entire pay-per-view card. But it looked to me like a bit of a... I don't want to say it was... I don't... Listen... The card wasn't going anywhere. It wasn't selling any, you know, as far as, like, pay-per-views. People weren't buzzed about it and this kind of stuff. I think they were buzzed about it when Evander Holyfield was going to take on Kevin McBride. Of course, that was the last guy that Mike Tyson fought back in 2004. Um, he was going to fight him, but they pulled that fight off the card. I think Peter Kahn of Triller said they were going to have only real fights on that card. Well, uh, I guess after Lopez and after Lopez and, and Cambrosis drop off, there are no many cards, no, no other fights on the card whether it's worthy of stepping up to the main event. And speaking of the main event, tomorrow on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV, not only will the Godfather return, Larry Merchant will return, but double A, pound for pound, maybe the best trainer of our generation, Alex Ariza, Manny Pacquiao. Floyd Mayweather, I can go on and on. Alex has been with them all, all the superstars. Alex Ariza, unplugged tomorrow on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you from the Sports Byline Studios, San Francisco, California, of course, live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC.
watch the news, be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-251-7460. 800 800-251-7460. 800-251-7460. That's 800-251-7460. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council, right here on Sports Byline. Somebody on, uh, from the Twitch.tv broadcast shot me a picture. It said it came from Getty Images, the San Francisco Chronicle, Hearst Newspapers via Getty Images. I am sitting in a bathtub. In South San Francisco, reading an edition of Flash Magazine. Uh, that's what I used to write for. I was like the lead columnist there and feature writer. And there's a picture of me in the bathtub. I kid you not, in South San Francisco with all these bubbles here. Now, I don't remember the Chronicle. I take it back. I remember the Chronicle doing a story. I mean, but I don't remember like getting in the bathtub and taking a picture for him. But evidently, I did. There you go. You never know what you're missing. Stuff comes back. Thank God there is no naked pictures. I, there, I promise you, there are no naked pictures of me on the internet. God forbid. Anyway, bottom line is, I was always concerned about that. I really was because, you know, it's, it's like the internet was forever. I knew that from the start. 
from the start, when guy told me, when something goes up on the Internet, it ain't never coming down. I said, what do you mean? And he tried to explain it to me. They ain't never coming down. So, obviously, with pictures like this, I mean, they're not risque. This is like as, as PG as you get, but it's pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool. Whoever sent me that picture, thank you so much. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA, of course. Pound for pound, women's boxing is um, becoming more popular, especially with me. Because I was very down on women's boxing for a long time because I didn't want to see, not, I didn't, I didn't want to see girls fight like incompetent gay guys. Ooh, did I say that? Yes, I did. Anyway, I mean, I just didn't want to see it. I mean, I, you know, I, I, the slapping and 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 it just it just got old. I don't want to see I don't want to see pillow fights. I don't want to see cat fights. I want to see boxing matches. In other words, two evenly matched women with skills and talent go at each other in a boxing match with gloves on, no headgear. Okay, but pound for pound, it's sort of been back and forth. Who is the best fighter pound for pound in the world of box, women's boxing? And well, the Puerto Rican star, of course, come to us from. Brooklyn, New York, I believe. Of course, Amanda Serrano, was she 40-1 with a draw? She's like the diva as far as uh, box rec is concerned. She's number one with 152 points. Second is Cianessa uh, um, Estrada, who goes, we're so high on her on this show. It's unbelievable. We are, like, we are like so high on her, we will invest. If she was a stock, I would invest in money in her like left and right. Every nickel I had, I would invest in Cianessa Estrada. Of course, he uh, championed 105 pounds. She's 20-0. She will eventually make it to 112 pounds. I don't know if she can go back past 112. She's fought as high as 119 or 118, but... That's really stretching because she is a small girl. The third one, uh, number three on the box rec list, is a super featherweight. Uh, by the way, Amanda Serrano is a featherweight. Of course, Amanda Serrano was in action last week with an MMA fight. She knocked some girl out or stopped her and made her submit in the very first round. So she's able to rock in both ways. And so was Clarissa Shields. Often Clarissa's um, been criticized on this show for her... <sighs> Her being Clarissa, and um, we'll just leave it at that. But of course, last week she was she survived some some turmoil in that first round, and she was able to deal with that. And she overcame some adversity and ended up stopping a girl a little bit later. So you got to give her some props, Clarissa Shields. I'm not the biggest fan of her in boxing. Of course, what is she? She's unbeaten, but I'm not her biggest fan, no doubt about that. What is she like? 18 and 0. Mm, not a big fan on that one. 11 and 0. Not a big fan on that one. Katie Taylor, number four. Uh, Clarissa Shields, number five. Uh, Katie Taylor is like. She's a real deal. She's like the real deal. I mean, she just is. She is like, she fights. She fights really, really good. She's eighteen and zip. Of course, come to us from Ireland. She's been on the show in the past. We've heard clips from her. I think she's like one of the future stars, if not now, a, a superstar in the world of women's boxing. She wins a few more fights. The world's gonna get hip to her skills. Get hip to her little demeanor. She's got a nice, nice little little attitude to her. You know, not not a mean attitude. Not a like Carissa Shields, like a dirt street, a street uh, street attitude. No, no, no. But she's got a good attitude, Katie Taylor, and she is ranked number four by BoxRec. Five is Clarissa Shields. Eh, sort of done on that one. I'm not big on that. Jessica McCaskill, horsey stockbroker, coming to us from Chicago. What is she now? Um, Ten and two. Of course, she's a world champion. Good-looking fighter at welterweight, no doubt about that. I mean, she is the real deal, and she beat breakers not once but twice. Of course, after that, uh, Chantel Cameron, she's like 14 and zip. And then we move on down the list. Danielle Bermuda, Bermuda is 29 and 4. She comes to us, of course, from Argentina. As far as the rest of the list of women's fighters are concerned, I'm not, I'm not really high on them. I'm not, because I don't know a lot of them. I mean, you got to watch them to be able to rate them. Annabelle Ortiz down there, of course, that she was a former champion at 105 pounds down in Mexico. She lost to Miss Estrada. The biggest thing she ever did was, like, go the distance with Estrada. I don't know how many she held, she held that title, but she had, like, four, like, 14 title offenses. I kid you not. Good luck on that one. Bottom line is, boxing is rocking and rolling, of course, the zone, ESPN Plus, and then Showtime tonight, of course, with the 
the the uh, Charlo fight. And I think that with the Charlo fight, you're going to see a young man that's going to go out there and he's going to look really good. He's going to look spectacular. He's going to look like they the, the way they designed this on paper, the way Al Heyman wrote this blueprint out. Because imagine this. People don't realize this, but when a, when a promoter, when a promoter and his matchmaker come together and they do a fight, they sort of come to this collaboration. They say, you know what? I'm going to put Jermell Charlo in with this guy Montiel. He goes, well, what's Montiel bring? What's Montiel bring to the dance? Well, Montiel's a big puncher with the right hand. Well, so what? Charlo's got a good defense. He's fast. He's a better fighter. He'll move away from the right hand all night, and it should be no contest, okay? So we build Charlo up, and we make him a little bit better, a little bit better to the people watching on TV, make him more appealing because eventually Charlo's going to have to cash in some pay-per-view chips, okay, and go to battle with Canelo Alvarez, whether they do it on the zone or pay-per-view, however they want to do it, they've got to get together. But Charlo's got to bring something to the dance other than being the WBC 160-pound champion. No knock on the WBC or 160-pound championship, but it's 168 pounds. That's where Canelo's at. He is the world champion. He is a pound-for-pound king in all of men's boxing. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, who even comes close? Think about that. Who comes close right now? Dedication, ability, uh, longevity. I mean, he's been around a while now. He's been fighting since he was a kid. Of course, what is he now? 29, 30 years old. 56-1, a couple of draws. That one loss to Floyd Mayweather, like when he was green as guacamole. So there's no shame in that. Essentially, he could be unbeaten. Could be unbeaten, okay, except for the Mayweather fight. And there's no, no, no disgrace in losing to Mayweather. Speaking of losing to Mayweather, last week, of course, marked the, um, the passing, I think the 12-year passing of of Gennaro Hernandez, uh, El Chicanito, of course, of course, my buddy, and of course he appeared on the show <clears throat> about 48 hours before he passed, and that was a bit rough. That was a bit rough to do that show. Of course, I did it with his brother Rudy Hernandez last week, but that was a bit rough to do that show. And what I th- what I tripped on afterwards was that fact that, you know, he only lost to to Oscar De La Hoya, and and Floyd Mayweather. I mean, two Hall of Famers. So why isn't the world champion in 100, 130 pounds when he was 130 pound champion, WBA champion. Why isn't Chicanito in the World Boxing Hall of Fame or the International Boxing Hall of Fame? I just don't get it. I'm not down with that. Terrence Crawford, look her for a fight right now. Of course, a kid from Omaha, Nebraska, the boxing hotbed of the world. Not 37 in zip, a southpaw, of course, pound for pound, one of the better fighters in all of boxing. When's he ever going to fight Earl Spence? Earl Spence, of course, going to hang it out, hang out, um, hang for 12 rounds or less, or try to. With Manny Pacquiao. Speaking of Manny Pacquiao, is there trouble in the Pacquiao camp? There was his Freddie Roach not wanting to go to uh, the Philippines to trade Manny Pacquiao for this fight. Manny wants him in the Philippines. Of course, Manny's a senator and that kind of good stuff, so he's got some responsibility in the Philippines. Probably doesn't want to spend an extended amount of time away from the Philippines, so he probably wants Freddie Roach to go over there and train him for this fight, of course, with Earl Spence. But Roach, I hear, is balking, so there might be some trouble in paradise. And of course, they've always been tightened together and there's never been an issue, but there might be an issue right now between Freddie Roach and, of course, um, Manny Pacquiao. So let's go through the top 10 pound for pound as far as men are concerned, according to BoxRec. Of course, Saul Alvarez, obviously, pound for pound in everybody's book. 1,920 points. Next, Terrence Crawford, <clears throat> 1,246. Tyson Fury, the world linear heavyweight champion, 30-0 with that one draw, of course, to that he obliterated Deontay Wilder in the rematch, didn't he? That draw was a ripoff. Everybody, everybody watching that fight knew Everybody watching that fight, including Deontay Wilder, knew that he lost that night, and they called it a draw. Man, he's lucky that the Irish people were, were uh, respectful that night and that Tyson Fury put him, kept him in check. Because had he, had he told them to go off, they'd have tore the, uh, the uh, Staples Center apart, no doubt about that. Number th- 
four is the aforementioned Earl Spence. Of course, 27 and zip, the southpaw, coming to us from DeSoto, Texas. Call it Dallas if you want. Anthony Joshua, 2016 Olympic gold medalist. Of course, the heavyweight title holder. Got about four or five belts, but he's not the heavyweight champion because Tyson Fury is 24 and one. Of course, that one loss to <clears throat> Andy Ruiz. We used to call him Anti Ruiz, but he's sort of reformed his act. He's getting back in shape. We wish him the very best of luck, and I'm not going to dog him anymore as far as Anti Ruiz is concerned. We wish Anti Ruiz the absolute best, no doubt about that. Next up on the list, a guy that Jamel Charles should fight. I'm talking about Triple G, uh, Johnny Golovkin, of course, or at least the ghost of him. He's 39 years old. He's only lost that one fight. Of course, that was to uh, Canelo, and people know he lost the first, that first fight, that second fight. The first fight, a little bit shady. They called that a draw, but the bottom line is he's 41-1-1. He's got a lot of knockouts. He's a real deal, and Charlie really wants to make his bones at 160, and as far as pound for pound and step up and that kind of good stuff, I think he's got to fight people like yeah, people like, yeah, I mean, he has to. If he keeps fighting the, these stiffs, I mean, who's going to want to fight? Who's going to want to see him fight stiffs? He can't be fighting stiffs. I'm not trying to say Mr. Montiel's a stiff. I mean, if Montiel's knocked people out, 22 fights, 22 knockouts, but he's lost four times, and he's not the greatest fighter in the world. So what I'm trying to say is if you really want to match boxing, you want to get boxing back together and on the right road, I think it's on the right road now, but, you know, the WBO mandating Oleg Usek against Anthony Joshua, of course, Joshua needing a fight in between. Joshua was supposed to do this big fight with Tyson Fury. It was signed. It was going to happen over in Arabia or something like that, somewhere in the, in the Middle East. It was signed. These guys were going to get like a zillion dollars each, and, 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 and Deontay Wilder was going to get some money to step aside. But what happened was they say an arbitrator stepped in and said that you know, an arbitrator ruled that Deontay Wilder is supposed to get a third fight. I think that the arbitrator was not binding arbitration. It was non-binding arbitration. And the, the Joshua fight went along with it. The Joshua camp went along with it because they don't want to fight um, Fury on the Sky, the Sky Sports contract they have right now. They have a contract with Sky Sports. They want to do the last fight with Sky Sports and then sign with the zone. That's the way it's going to go down. And of course, Sky Sports, getting, Sky Sports getting the short of it. Sky Sports is always like the number one entity when you went to England and you want to watch boxing. No, it was the number one, no doubt about it. Of course, now they signed a contract with Master Bob. Bob Arum's top rank has signed a big contract with Sky Sports. He'll be showing all the fights over there uh, on Sky Sports. I think it's going to start in a month. But the bottom line is, Sky Sports needed a rebound. They signed the contract with Top Rank. I think that's a good way to rebound. But losing the zone, losing all those fights that Eddie, uh, Eddie Hearn's putting together. Of course, when Eddie Hearn puts fights together, he puts fights together that are in the United States, but, <clears throat> but they've always got a, a, a European blend to them so he can draw people on both sides of the ocean. I mean, he's slick at that. He's a real good promoter at that. I mean, not my favorite guy, Eddie Hearn, but really slick at that. He's able to draw people from two different countries. I mean, he puts two different entities together, and he pushes the, the, the zone over here and the zone over there, and everything, you know, like the Canelo Alvarez fight that he took place uh, like a month ago, of course, when he took out, or maybe five, six weeks ago, when he took out Billy Joe Sanders. You know what that paid? Huh? 400,000 extra homes checked in because Canelo. There was the, the zone scored 400,000 buys. There was 400,000 new members at 20 bucks a month. What's that? 8 million? Well, I, can you do the math on that one, Cuddy? 400,000 times. No, he's cut. He's shaking his head. He can, can, you got a calculator? No, he ain't even got a calculator. Who can do that one? 400,000 times 20. It's like, yeah, that's a lot of money. Anyway, at the end of the day, boxing is what it is. And, of course, the USC rocking and rolling, doing their thing in Las Vegas. Of course, I call it the big pimp show. And the reason why I say that is that Dana White, of course, in my opinion, the pimp of all pimps. And, unfortunately, guys have nowhere to go. Last week, he crowned a Mexican uh, flyway champion. I want to give him the most all props. But, you know, you just, you're going to be used. I mean, I've never seen fighters get used. I've never seen $80 million. I've never seen 
eight million dollars, eight million bucks. That's a lot of money. Anyway, eight million bucks, four hundred thousand in twenty minutes, eighty bucks. More power to them. So they grabbed another eight million bucks there. Of course, what did they pay Canelo? Nobody ever knows. Nobody ever knows what Canelo gets paid. I mean, this is like I remember when Prince Asim Ahmed, of course, the former WBA 126 pound champion. Now he is. <coughs> he was a return to boxing in his current state. He would be the WBO super heavyweight champion. He's about 265 pounds. I kid you not. He's taller laying down than he is standing up. Princess Hima Med. But at one point in time, he was getting 20 million bucks from Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Egypt. All these people, all these countries were coming together and buying his fights for like a total of $20 million. He didn't need the HBO money. That's when you're rolling in the cash. When you tell HBO, whatever you pay me sort of cool because I'm getting it over here. Princess Hima Med. Look that one up. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60PLUS for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 
That's 800-493-6118. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Um, Thank y'all for tuning in. All the fans around the world, we love y'all. No upsets tonight. No, 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 no upsets tonight. I mean, as far as boxing is concerned, if you want to bet the dogs, you're going to lose tonight. There's no doubt about it. Don't bet the dogs. No doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check your inside look of the world of boxing, MMA. I expect Mr. Inouye to win inside the distance. Of course, we'll record number 18 as far as his KOs are concerned. <clears throat> not saying Dasa Marina's not a good fighter from the Philippines. I just don't think he's going to be able to land the heat, handle the heat once Inouye turns it up. Once he turns it up, man, nobody, nobody survives a monster. You know that about that, of course. Philippines versus Japan, I mentioned earlier, it's like Mexico versus Puerto Rico or white versus black. The rivalry is just there. I did really say that? And well, Yeah, I did. Anyway, it, it, the rivalry is there, no doubt about that. Anderson Silva, remember him? He was on the show like broken English. I saw that. He was a UFC like 185 pound middleweight champion back in the day, right? And he had one, I think, one or two pro fights. He was knocked out in one of the professional boxing matches, an MMA artist. Well, he's going to take on Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. tonight. Of course, Jr. coming in at 184 and a half pounds, making the weight. No, he was supposed to weigh at 182. He weighed 184. Of course, they made uh, Spider. The Spider Silva was like. 41 years old, 42 years old, made him come down to 182 pounds. Of course, they didn't make the weight. They had to give up $100,000 as far as the money was concerned, a fine for not making the weight. But does Chavez care? I keep telling you, I've told you many, many times before, he's not hungry. He's not a dedicated guy. He's a guy that grew up in mansions. His father lived in a railroad car. A railroad car down on the railroad tracks. That's where he lived when he was boxing early in Tijuana. He lived in a railroad car. That means he peed in a jar. Okay, that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's hunger. Okay, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., he lived in mansions. He had people waiting on him, people making food for him. You ain't going to get hungry that way. It ain't going to happen. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live, where all I check it, you're inside looking at the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, my good friend Lenny Williams telling us it is so very hard to go as he does each and every week. Of course, Lenny Williams can be found at LennyWilliams.com, the longtime singer. Oh, I take that back for three and a half years of Tower of Power. Tower of Power, they give us all our music. You can check them out at TowerofPower.com. Until next week, don't forget, take it back tomorrow. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition, coming to you for two hours, live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. I want to thank Matt. I want to thank the guy that sent me that picture of me in the bathtub. That was pretty cool. The Chronicle came to my house and took pictures of me in the bathtub. I kid you not. That was pretty cool. But anyway, bottom line is I have a great show. The producer's not feeling all that well. We wish him the very best. Until next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect. Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Don't forget the website. WBC, WBCBoxing.com.